This is Butch and Adrian. Three and twenty. You're listening to Thinking Outside the Loan Box, Gangster. We're out here triggering all the mechanisms. It's Thinking Outside the Long Box. It's a Dungeons and Dragons movie. I'm not say about it. <laughs> Why wasn't Chris Pratt in this movie? <laughs> Man, you're a downer on all of these on all of these projects today. <laughs> I just wanted more. <laughs> I didn't hate this movie. This is my favorite movie of the ones we watched. Nice. All right. All right. Well, we're watching Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves. It's a 2023 American fantasy heist comedy film directed by Jonathan Goldstein and John Francis Daly, who co-wrote the screenplay with Michael Gilio from a story by Chris McKay and Gilio. Based on the tabletop role-playing game Dungeons and Dragons, is set in the Forgotten Realms campaign setting. Has no connection to the film trilogy released between 2000 and 2012 the film stars chris pine michelle rodriguez reggie jean page justice smith sophia lillis and hugh grant it does it was made for 150 million dollars and it box officed 178.5 million dollars so it i mean it made a good amount of money but it did not it's neither here nor there didn't eclipse its budget all that much no it's not out of theaters yet either, so yeah. So that might um, make another ten million or something. It's got a ninety percent critic score and a ninety three percent audience score, so it is very, very well liked as well. I'm in the low eighties. Not, I'm not da- daft on this movie. It's just uh, this movie was just like exactly what you think is going to happen. That's what happens. <laughs> like I could have told you. Spoiler alert. Rodriguez's character was going to die, and he was going to use the fucking thing on her 30 minutes into this movie. <laughs> like, it's just not... There's nothing hidden in, to me that, like, it takes away from a movie. Like, when I can tell, like, what they're doing, like, how they're going to do it, like, to me, like, if I'm making this movie, I'm watching the shit out of, like, the Ocean's Eleven, Ocean's Thirteen movies, like... And I'm All doing right. I'm doing exactly what they did, yeah, but yeah. Dungeons and Dragons style. If I'm making a heist movie, like this is how it's going down. This movie I felt like deployed like really silly things to make up for the fact that it script was just so A to B, B to C. Like where it's like, man, like we're going like directly to where we should where they think we would go next. What do we need here? Uh Fat Dragon. Right. <laughs> Was it fun? Yes, I enjoy the Fat Dragon. <laughs> it's cool. But it had really no other purpose than besides like we're going to the underdark. Now we're in the underdark. Now we're gonna get here. Now this guy shows up. <laughs> Now our guy that we brought kills that guy, but he can't die because we so, knew he couldn't die. So it played like a like a video game. It played like a board game. Uh, it just played out. I don't know. It was just too tropey. It was too <sighs> by the book. Everything they did, like e- even like callbacks to like their humor, is just from other movies. Like when she owl bears out at the end and like smashes the red queen. I was like, that's clearly Hulk smash. Like. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like Loki. Like just if you've ever played Dungeons and Dragons, shit goes off the rails, and that's what's fun about the game. It's like where you think it's going, it's not going there because you have five random people making random decisions. And in this movie, like you don't get that. Like, but it's still fun. Like it's like I said, eighty percent's not about a bad movie. So they 
they so the synopsis is they this band of people um, get sent to prison because they were trying to steal a resurrecting stone, I believe is what it's called. Resurrection something or other. I can't remember what it's oh, called. Oh, they get sent to prison because they're stealing. Yeah. Essentially. And, uh, he's stealing. What he's trying to steal is to bring his wife correct. back from the, the dead. Yep. The um, yeah. They break out of prison. He goes to essentially reunite with his daughter and the guy who double-crossed them at the beginning um, double-crosses them again and essentially he's like, you're not fucking taking her. She's my daughter now. You need the rats on them again. They escape. Then they have to heist out again and try to get this stone. It ends up being creating chaos. A bunch of battles happen and at the end, like you said, you spoiled it at the very beginning of the episode. Um, <clears throat> his So he had a wife. She died. Then he met... I, I, couldn't, I didn't really understand his relationship with the his new uh, with Michelle Rodriguez's character. I don't know if they're together or not. It kind of seemed like they kind of seems like they are, but then they're not because <laughs> she loves little people. Yeah. Like, it's very weird. <laughs> so, but they've spent uh, years and years together with with uh, Chris Pine's daughter, and she ends up dying. She ends up sacrificing or, or getting killed in the middle of the final battle. Yes, he and is, so he is the. Selfish underdog character that learns how to not be selfish by the end of the movie because he wants to bring his wife back, but his wife isn't actually his daughter's mom. His daughter's mom is the Michelle Rodriguez character. And it's like that to me is obvious in the beginning of the movie when he does the run through of why he's in jail. To the like the board (laughs) what do you call them? A probation board or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that part's funny. I mean like when you like they ride the bird out and it's like, we were going to release you. <laughs> like, there's funny parts of this movie. Like, there's good parts in it. But it's just like, this. It, like I said, like I could have told you the ending in the opening. And it's just like, to me, like, come on. Like, we're better. We have better writers than this, I hope, in Hollywood. These people, that's what they do. So on our Facebook page, Chad said, it was a good flick. Uh, Joe said the movie had no right being that good. Um, Dana said that she didn't, it seems like she didn't want to watch it. I don't know if she has at this point. She said it looks cringy. Um, and then somebody replied, it was fantastic film. Don't knock it till you try it. Um, so uh, for the most part, it, it seemed like it was a, a positive experience for the people who watched it. I fell asleep. It probably. has a lot of cool Dungeons and Dragons elements. Which is like the monsters and stuff like that. So if you're a D&D fan, I think there's enough there to like to uh, to placate you to like to love the movie. Right. But I think as like a moviegoer fan, like if like you really like film, I think enough of like the predictability and rehashed shit, I think just drops it. Like I said, it doesn't make it a bad movie, but I think it drops it out of like the A movie category which i think most people are that those are not those people sure i feel like most people are the people that just go see what they think they're gonna like yeah oh yeah and they usually do and that's why you see like so many audience scores that are really high um now why critics like this movie i don't know <laughs> the 90 percent. that's I crazy never figure out why critics love a movie besides like last quantum movie like i know why critics like that movie but this movie i don't get because it's like i said it's 
I don't think it's really well written or anything. Like, <laughs> I, like I said, I I fell asleep the first time I watched it, probably forty five minutes in, and so that told me like, oh fuck, I don't know if I really like this film or not. And so, I, I, you know, it, it's got some uh, Chris Pine, Hugh Grant, Michelle. I mean, it's got some heavy hitting actors in it. I, I don't know, man. I, I it just didn't. I don't know if it was because it overtly like there were scenes where it would tell you what was happening, or he did the flashback where it overtly told you a story that you may or may not have needed to know that long that much time i don't know what it was about it it just it seemed very like me medium of the road for me until the end when there was a lot of cool action a lot of magic some shit was happening like that seemed like a really cool fight to me the rest just seemed like like the first sometimes like lord of the rings a lot of people be like they just walked and talked during that movie and that's kind of what i felt when i was watching this movie that's my problem with the movie is like when A is transitioning to B, you already know what B is. Right. And it gets there, and you're like, that's what it was. <laughs> when B transitioning to C, you're like, I already know what C is, and that's what it was. <laughs> and it's like, clearly, like, the end fight scene is cool, and, like, that's why it's, like, okay. Like, right. that's why it's a B movie, I think, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but just getting there was just, like, not that enjoyable. Right. Like, it was just okay. It, was just okay. it felt like it just all felt like filler to me. I felt like they could have done what they did in a lot easier way. Right. <laughs> Turns out they didn't need the helmet. <laughs> <laughs> they, they could have done everything themselves. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm in the high 70s probably. I'm, I mean, it, it, yeah. there's some action-y spots that get me through, some cool magical spots that get me through. It looks good. I mean, I, can't, I don't take away from the way it looks, you know, but it's just – I don't know. I, I there were just some times where I must, it must be because there was filler that it just seemed a little boring. That's what. That's why I feel like it's it's all boring. Like the scene where he goes to and he wakes up the first dead guy and he accidentally asks him too many questions, which was like obviously going to happen. <laughs> but then they have to keep waking up other dead guys and he keeps fucking up. Like to me, that is starting to get funny. And then they stopped it. Like, to me, it's like, no, like, you have to do a ridiculous amount of this <laughs> because that would happen in a and d game. So it's like, had they pushed it even farther, then I think it becomes, like, actually pretty funny. But then the way that they, they leave the guy still awake, you knew that was going to happen, too. It's just, like, everything that, like, they just left it a little bit too early or too soon. It's just meh. I think from what you've told me about D and D, and from the sporadic nature of what I've heard people do in that game, things like the when at the beginning, when instead of waiting for the verdict, and then if they say no, then jumping the dude out of the fucking thing, where the, he's just like, "Fuck it, we're not gonna wait," and then they just jump out, and they're like, "We were gonna release you." Like that's funny to me because it seems very like odd. It seems very that, sporadic. That is part of like that's why I brought that up is because that is one of the good parts of the movie. Like that made sense. That was funny <laughs> had then this movie gone off the rails in a totally different direction and it wasn't about saving her like the right character at the end of the movie then like i said it would have been to me like an actual campaign like would have been funny like maybe instead like it's just not a resurrection tablet whatsoever <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's some other dumb shit. Like, but it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it was, it, it felt very heavy handed is what I'm saying. Like, not in the way that we talked about blood quantum. Being right. Heavy-handed, in the way of like, this one's going to happen. You're going to like it. <laughs> and then it happened. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think I would have enjoyed like what like like if Michelle Rodriguez had made st- a stupid decision, and then Chris Pine would have made a weird, odd decision. That probably would have would have made it a lot more enjoyable um, because it did. It seemed very stupid in a way that it makes sense to the character, right? And then nothing else. Like, can you not tell me that the second that they talked about bringing back those games? They, the second they did, you did not know that they were going to end up in that game. <laughs> you did. <laughs> like, what if they didn't? Like, <laughs> they're just in the audience watching. <laughs> yeah, like, there's, to me, movies like this, I feel like almost, I feel like Hollywood almost expects them not to work, so they just don't care. Which is weird because you, th- that's a weird thought because you hire. Like, Chris Pine is not cheap. Michelle Rodriguez is not cheap. No, like, and that's where I, I feel like it starts out good intentioned. Towards, like, well, I think it probably starts out with, we're going to lose the rights to this movie. Let's make a movie. <laughs> and then they're like, I feel like it starts out good intentioned by, like, the people who are making the movie, where they're like, yeah, let's do this, this, and this. But the writing process, I feel like they're just like, just fucking whatever. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> jumps in the goo. <laughs> Like, it makes no sense. Like, there's so many things that are just like, I, if I could see it coming a mile away, like, I just, it's not gonna, I'm not gonna love it. (laughs) Watch too many movies to be like, nah, this is fine. (laughs) So, what did you give it? I'm in the high 70s. I don't know know what you gave it. Like, we're close. Like, it's like, I still found it enjoyable. At the end of it, I didn't leave like hating it at all um but i didn't leave being like i gotta watch it again or i can't wait for the next one so I, can wait. <laughs> I can wait another four or five years it's yeah. fine <laughs> take your time <laughs> uh yeah i mean i w- i just wasn't they seem i don't know again you why i also think i don't love this movie is because we watched vox walking which is so much better than <laughs> That's way more D and D. It is, and they have a they have a bard character in the lead kind of role, which they all take the lead at different parts. But who's like fucking phenomenal? Like his bard shit is like the best, and like I just feel like they had a roadmap with that TV show. Why can't you? Why do you think that it's hard, or they don't do it? Where something like that, I think, gets away with being what it is, as comedic as what it is, because it's animated. I think had they done it on the big screen, I think it would have gotten away with it just fine. Uh, but I'm saying, I, I wonder why that doesn't happen more often, because I feel like it I doesn't. Feel like they want to placate to the PG-13 audience. And it's like, fuck that. Like, if mostly D&D fans are going to go see this movie. <laughs> mostly. Not everyone. Mostly. People who play D&D... They know it's not fucking PG-13. Like, it never is. <laughs> Ever. I don't care if they're 10 years old playing it. It's not PG-13. These little fuckers are out there saying all kinds of shit. Doing all kinds of things. Like, yeah, it's that. That's what ruins a lot of things, that placating to the PG-13 audience. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a lot of things need to not be PG-13. Yeah, because you'd think you, – I, I would assume that literally copying something like Vox Machina and just putting it on the screen would be I would have a hired good the choice. exact same writers. I probably wouldn't have made a heist movie to begin with. I would have made a quest movie, which you can call it a quest or whatever, but it's a heist movie. <laughs> um, and yeah, I would have fucking just 
bit the shit out of that cartoon TV show. (laughs) (laughs) There would have been all kinds of fucking crazy shit happening. (laughs) That's just me. I don't know. To me, I felt like this movie was, at points, came really close to being boring. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And that's like, it shouldn't be. Like, we're talking about wizards and clerics and fucking undead and fat dragons. Like... (laughs) The the most evil wizard of all time was not that hard to defeat. <laughs> like, basically, some like in D and D terms, some like midish level characters beat the world's like most dangerous red wizards. Like, no, like, not even close. <laughs> to what would happen? The most dangerous wizards in Dungeons and Dragons would have uh, fucking upturned that party like a son of a bitch. <laughs> And they also don't wouldn't need a pawn to take over a city, like so. It's I didn't love his casting either. No, Chris no. Pines. No, not Chris Pines. The um, the guy who betrays them. Oh, Hugh Grant. Hugh, Hugh Grant. Grant is a good actor. Like it's nothing against Hugh Grant. It's just like he's a like romantic comedy actor. <laughs> like his, he didn't. I didn't love him as like a scoundrel. Like it didn't come across that well. He comes across as somebody who's trying to be that yeah. you know what i mean and it really isn't that yeah michelle rodriguez is like random fascination with little people too. It's like <laughs> bizarre. she's fu- i don't know why and it might be because she's the weirdest of like the whole group but she seemed to be the most entertaining person in the fucking film to i would me. agree with that <laughs> captain kirk felt out of place too captain kirk the like ethernopian wizard was a little weird dude was really thin like had an awkward shaped head. He's a weird looking human. What the fuck? He is, dude. He's <laughs> tiny. I thought I thought that was weird when I saw it. Like I thought I was like, is he just like too thin? And then when they showed the fucking if you because you I'm you didn't see this in the theater I assume. Uh, before the movie, they have like a random like thank you from the cast for coming to watch oh, a movie really? the way that you should watch a movie. <laughs> and they're all dressed in normal clothes, and you look at that guy, and you're like, "Bro, eat a burger!" <laughs> like, I know I'm fat, but what the fuck? <laughs> like, you're wearing a size not existent shirt right now. I guarantee you, they fitted that thing to you. Dude, he looks like his wrists are this big. Like, I don't know, man. Doesn't look like a real human, but that's that's neither here nor there. <laughs> We we probably are right at eighty percent if I had to guess, uh, so we're a little lower than the than the critics and the audience. I just like you said, it seemed like it was. It seemed like if for you something. Love this watch Fox Machina because you should fucking absolutely love Fox Machina. <laughs> it just seemed like for something in a world where there is so much fantasy that you could pull from, it seemed slow. Like it's, it seemed oddly slow, which is weird to me. Like I forget what they're called, but there's that scene with like the walking brains and he's like, don't think I'll steal your intelligence. (laughs) And they just walk by. I'm like, why were they in this? (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's just shit like that. I just like that one badass assassin shows up. You're like, oh, this guy's going to be, like, a huge threat. And then the cleric they met five minutes ago wipes the floor with his entire team and then kills him. And they're like, all right, we got to go. And the fat dragon eats them all. I'm like, what? Why was that guy in the movie? <laughs> like, his character should have been, like, a threat throughout the entire movie. Probably even at the end of the movie. But it's like, I don't know. Fat dragon got him. They jumped right to boss level fucking wizards. Yeah. <laughs> and they beat him with the old sleight of hand. 
I didn't even have a problem with that. It's just, it just, I dude, I don't, I don't know if like maybe because I watch too much shit, I just see the tropes happening. But the second they're like magic inhibiting bracelet, I'm like, mm, that's how they win. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it is. It's like, well, what do you need to beat the wizard? Shit that makes her unwizard. <laughs> Put a bracelet on her. <laughs> yeah. It's just too much of an easy out, too, of right. like, what do we do to get rid of magic? Mm, bracelet that stops all magic. <laughs> That's not even in. I haven't seen that dungeon. It doesn't today. exist. <laughs> yeah. Maybe to a low-level magic user. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I didn't know what to expect it from it. Like I said, two years ago at San Diego Comic-Con, the fucking line for this fucking movie was gigantic When for its little like theme park thing that they do. It was fucking huge, and there's no way I was getting into it. So I didn't know anything about the film until like the first trailer or something. But I'll just tell you right now, just fan recast this movie, and I don't think you get anybody in the part that they're in. And Michelle Rodriguez is probably the best cast. But I still don't think it's her. Like, if I'm casting Chris Pine's character again, I'm picking someone like McLovin. Like, <laughs> he's going to be this weird little dorky musician guy. Like, he's not going to be the super suave individual. You know what I mean? Mm. And I think that, I, like you said, I think that's a fan thing. Because I don't know... I don't know who fits these roles. You know what I mean? I don't know what kind of person should fit the role that these characters are based off of. And so to me, I'm just like, ah, it's just a dude. It's just a team of people. Like, I don't, I don't know who is a, what looks like a bard. I don't know what looks like a whatever. It's just incredibly, uh, what do you call it? Um, charismatic. So you don't, you don't have to have like an incredibly like model looking guy. Like you can, he could be that, but like, to me, it, it almost overshadows like a bard is almost a almost never played in Dungeons and Dragons. So it's a weird <laughs> character type. Most parties do not have one, um, but the ones that are like awesome are like in Vox Machina, like where it's like that's really what they do. They fucking sing songs <laughs> and they fucking swindle everybody around them. And you don't have to be like Chris Pratt handsome to do it, right? Like, so it's just I, I don't know. Just didn't love it. I didn't love any of the casting. I guess thought the movie was semi-boring uh, i'm with you on that like i said it, there were definitely times where I, I i i just can't imagine in this world that it would be as slow as what it was so that that's what's weird to me but uh i don't know we gave it an 80 go check it out Still, ton more people seem to like it way more than we like it but yeah. the the numbers the numbers are a little low which is is a little weird to me so that's why i'm saying it's like bizarre like i i want to i want to fucking Man, like, I want to, like, let's try to get interviews like Rotten Tomatoes or something. I'm like, I want to see how they do metrics because I'm like, how can this movie be 90% loved and make no money? Right. You know what I mean? Right. I don't get it. And, like, I just from sitting in a theater and watching Mario, like, I know it's really not 90% loved. (laughs) Like, I I could guarantee you that I could have, there was was probably no one in that theater that loved that. I don't think anyone hated it, but that loved that movie. Like, it was just a deadpan kind of silence. And a chuckle here and there. <laughs> and that's not what you expect when you go see a movie like right. that. So it's like, I want to know how they do this shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So uh, go check it out. It's in theaters. TOTLB.com. Face, uh, I'm sorry. TOTLB.com. YouTube.com. So I think that's a long box. Uh, at, com. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at Outside Long Box everywhere else. We're on Facebook. All of the things. Go find us. Um, until next time, I've been Juan. And we will catch you guys later on the next quest. Yes. Not heist.
Or what do you think outside the long box? on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, and YouTube for behind-the-scenes information and more content! Thinking Outside the Long Box is a barren space production! Ah